Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. My name is Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about establishing what we call a wealth building account. And we're going to be talking about five steps on how to do it and the reason why. Yeah. So we're going to, like, we've walked through this concept in general before, but we're going to walk through some more specifics, get into some more details, talk about the hows, the whys, all of the, all of the fun components of dealing with a wealth building account and why you would want to. Before we go there, Ryan, what are we drinking today? So we're drinking a a beer called Anti-Session. It's from Drew Brew, which is one of my favorite local breweries here in Washington. Um, They've got a spot actually up in uh, Snoqualmie, the past there. And I happened to be up there skiing with my family and grabbed a couple of beverages up there. So I thought we would try it out. It's a triple IPA. Uh, alcohol content, uh, because it's triple IPA, is quite quite higher. It's nine point nine with an IBU of eighty. Yeah, so this is a it's a darker, more amber type color. Um, let's uh, let's try this thing out. Yeah, it is um, not my favorite. You can definitely tell that the alcohol content. You can definitely tell it right away. Um, it, it, this is not, this is maybe if I drank it more, uh, this might be one of those beers that as you, the more you drink it, the more you like it. The first taste, I'm, I'm a little put off. Yeah. I mean, it's not really what I was expecting from a triple. And I think that has to do with like the darker color and, and whatnot, but, uh, this is a, it's a very solid beer. It's drinkable. Like as much as you said, like, yeah, you taste the 9.9, you're not, uh, you're not smacked in the face with, uh, with hops like you are typically with a triple. Um, and this is a good beer. Now, this isn't a hop slap, that's for sure. To me, it was more of an alcohol slap, and it was just missing a little bit of maybe depth is maybe what I was looking for in this one. But if I were to rate this out of bottle cap, I'm probably giving it like a four or a five. Yeah, I'm going to give this a seven. Uh, it's a, I, I, I like it. It's not what I was expecting from a triple, but I, I like it. So check them out though. Drew Brew's got some awesome beers out there. Uh, we've got it. We'll probably be testing another one here shortly that I know that I like. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to try that one out. So, um, so without further ado, Alex, let's let's dive into this, right? So we talked to our clients about establishing a wealth building account for the purposes of we've all heard that that saying of pay yourself first, right? And yet most people struggle doing that, right? Like the 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 normal cash flow or the, the normal way that people's money moves into their household is it gets t- deposited into their checking account and then they spend it on lifestyle, paying bills, and then whatever is left over is really what they save. Yeah. And so the design of this is to really kind of flip that script. Um, so a wealth building account at its core is just a checking account. It's an account in which you can deposit money into you can withdraw money from, you can set up like ACHs and electronic fund transfers. You've got check writing ability. It's just a normal account, but the pr- point and purpose is for it to be out of your normal banking relationship. So it's a different account in a different financial institution um, to try to break up the, the, the thought process that you have around it. And we want w- the step the the mechanics of it are we have our paycheck going into the wealth building account and then money coming from the wealth building account into your normal checking account. So this isn't a replacement. It's an addition to, um, so it's a buffer. It's a buffer between, between it. Right. And 
the reason we set it up and you brought up like open this account up at a different banking institution, we, we say that to, for it to be mainly out of sight, out of mind, right? The yeah. whole reasons that 401ks work really well for people is it comes directly out of their paycheck. That money never enters their checking account. I would be willing to bet that if that money entered their checking account and they had to push the, another button for it to be deposited into their 401k, there would not be nearly as much money being put into that retirement account. hundred percent. Even for the clients that we have where like, where they are self-employed and so like it comes into their bank account and then goes out, um, they, they typically don't save as much as a result. Yeah. So this wealth building account essentially has you pay yourself first. So when you go through five steps of the five, the five mechanics of setting this up and step number one is you have to know what your current monthly spending is. And like, we're not looking for you to like spreadsheet this and have it down to the penny and things of that nature because expenses are variable. Like we understand that. What we're looking for is like, okay, on average, what, how much do we spend? And so we want to go ahead and do things like, oh, if you pay your property taxes twice a year, like what happens in Washington, like, okay, great. Let's take that, the number that you have to pay twice a year and divide it by six so that you have like some amount of dollars that are built up in your checking account and you know ultimately you still have like a emergency reserve savings account and things of that nature um and we want there to be some amount of float in there where your checking account increases and decreases and we know that there's certain expenses that like like i think you mentioned tires like where you had like an unexpected like 1500 or two grand that got spent on tires that those things are going to happen and we want that to live within the normal float of your account, positive and negative. So we're looking for kind of a moving average of what we think our expenses are going to be. Yeah. So, so step one is understanding what is it you're normally spending, right? Step number two is opening up the wealth building account, right? So find <laughs> a different banking institution and open up that checking account at that institution and again, it's, we like to say it's away from your current bank that you're currently at. So if you're utilizing like Bank of America, we wouldn't suggest opening up another Bank of America account. We would suggest you open up a different account at a different bank for the purpose of it being more out of sight, out of mind. And for our own clients, like we typically wind up opening up um, a specific type of account that has some additional tracking on it, that has like some additional benefits and things that we can go ahead and do with that wealth building account. Um, and like, this isn't about that. This is like, you can create whatever type of structure or system works for you. The goal here is to explain like how and why, and like what you're ultimately trying to do. Which takes us to step number three. And this is a step I think a lot of people forget to do because right now you've told your employer to be depositing it into your current checking account that you're used to, to switch it up. You didn't, you have to tell your employer to now deposit your paychecks into this wealth building account that you just established. Yep. Like that's, that's a big step. Don't forget about that. Otherwise you just open up an account and no money will ever flow into it. This is where the rubber meets the road, if you will, of like actually taking action and implementing the strategy. Which then takes us to step number four, right? So now you've, you've, your employer knows to deposit your paychecks into your wealth building account. You now need to tell your wealth building account to distribute the dollar amount that you need to live the life that you're accustomed to, 
right? So you're going to, just like you can do in your current bank, where you can probably set automatic distributions or savings into different accounts, you're doing that with your wealth building account, right? So for mm-hmm. example, if your paycheck was, you know, if your monthly income was say 5000 or $8,000 and you're living off of, I'll, I'll go back. Let's say your monthly income is $8,000, right? And your lifestyle is $5,000, right? That means you would want to distribute $5,000 to yourself to live that lifestyle, which means you're capturing now that $3,000 a month. And we'd recommend making sure that you have like $15,000 sitting in that checking account. So the 5K comes in, bumps it up to 10, then you spend it back down to somewhere in the neighborhood of 15. And like what we're looking for is we're looking for that 15 to just stay there and like go up and down as you know, throughout the throughout the month. If we see it start to dip consistently below 15, then that's an issue. We need to then recalibrate and figure out like, okay, how many dollars do we really need? Is it more like 5,500 or 6,000 or like what's the actual spend on a monthly basis? Yeah. And, and to add to that, right? Like most people get, you know, either biweekly paychecks or maybe two paychecks a month. You would essentially be telling, okay, you're expecting X amount of dollars to to get deposited per paycheck, you would then dis, de, uh, divide like the amount of money you need from that paycheck. That's what you're sending out. So every paycheck that's coming in the door, that's when you're also sending a disbursement. So if you get paid twice a month, you're sending two disbursements from your wealth building account to your normal checking account. And the, the nice thing about this wealth building account is that you don't have to follow the normal structure. If you want to get paid once a month, you can do that. You want to send three grand on the first and two grand on the 15th, you can do that. Like you need to switch it up or do whatever. Like there's more flexibility with this because you have more choice and more flexibility. Yep. Which takes us to step number five, which step number five is you're still living out of your normal checking account that you've been accustomed to. You've just set up kind of a net to capture the savings first before the rest of the money goes to your spending account, which is really your checking account. Yeah. And the the reason to go ahead and do this is because as Americans, the vast majority of us are goldfish. What do I mean by that? Whatever comes into our checking account, our primary checking account, we spend. Like the concept of a checking and a savings account are total misnomers. Whenever we ask clients like, Hey, what do you do with your savings account? Like not the vast majority of time. The answer is, oh, well, I'm saving up to buy X. And so they, 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 in their language, they're saying that they're saving, but really it's just a delayed spending account. They're not actually saving money. It's not something that is growing over time for most of them, for most Americans. It is a temporary place to store money for a purchase that's going to be made in the relatively short term. And that's what we're trying to disrupt is that concept where we have tricked ourselves into thinking that we're saving. And really, it's just delayed spending. For more information, if you want to read about this and get the visual side of stuff, we have a blog at quantifiedfinancial.com. Click on the blog and there will be an article there for you. Matter of fact, we'll put the link in the, in the notes here for you to go to that article so you can read that. Share that with your friends. Obviously, share this episode. If if you're getting any value out of this, definitely share this information because oftentimes when we go over this concept or this strategy of building a wealth building account, 
most people are like, that, that's a really good idea and they do it. So we know that A, it works and we know B, it's a good idea that a lot of people don't do. So let's keep pushing that information out there. Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is what is your plan for systematically saving and keeping your lifestyle inflation in check? So head over to beerandmoney.net and there's a spot at the top there to contact us to answer that question. Or if you have questions on today's episodes, that's still a great spot to send us a question. We started this podcast to hopefully lighten the mood around talking about money, which is, you know, we want, when we first started doing this, we bought everyone a beer and we just had an open fireside chat about money. That's what we want this podcast to be. So if you're liking this, share it, please, because that the whole purpose of this is to help you take action with your money to be better so you can live the life that you want. We hope this episode was valuable for you. And as always, Mr. Collins, cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation, or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities Number FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Brian Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 153-19412. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806, Pinpoint Number 2023-151083, Expiration February 2025.